Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen Dubuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simple. So I am super excited because we are just days away, yes, days away from our Simply Living for Him Ladies Retreat. This is so exciting because it's been four years since we held our last retreat, and I am just giddy with excitement. I don't know how I'm going to sleep between now and then. I have been just so excited every time I sit down to work on the messages and, you know, just all of the details. It just feels right. It feels so good. And everything is just ready now. I'm just waiting for Wednesday to get here. So it's too late to join us on site, but I wanted to let you know that if you are interested in even just seeing what the retreat is all about, we are live streaming the main sessions for the retreat. And if you purchase a virtual ticket, you will be able to watch the live stream as they're happening, but you certainly don't have to. You will have, (coughs) excuse me, You will have access to the sessions forever. After the retreat, we will have them all saved. You can watch them at any time. It will also give you um, access into the group. So I will be interacting in there. It's a group in my community. So it's free to join my community, but then you have um, to buy a ticket to get into the group for the retreat. But once you're in the community, you'll actually have free access to all of the Bible studies, all of the fellowship, all of the resources in our Simple Living for Him community. So head over to simplelivingforhim.com for all of the information. Purchase your virtual ticket. You will be able to, like I said, watch the sessions at any time forever. I'm super excited because my daughter Grace Jones is actually doing one session for the younger ladies that will be at our retreat for younger women. So if you have young women in your life, you may be able to uh, watch with them as well. Or, you know, the, her session, I had said, is not even just, it's, it's geared toward younger women. But if you're a mom, you may want to watch because it may be helpful with uh, you to help your daughter uh, walk with the Lord and be a disciple and all of that. So find all the information at simplelivingforhim.com. One other thing, if you're a homeschooler, if you are homeschooling, you've been homeschooling, or you're thinking about homeschooling. I've had a lot of interest this summer in homeschool consulting appointments because of course we're all gearing up for the new school year and sometimes you need a little pep talk or you want to pick someone's brain who's been down this road or you want somebody to pray with and you know somebody to support you and encourage you mentor you. So I've been doing homeschool consulting appointments for several years now. It's one of the joys of my life. It is so um, wonderful to be able to sit down with women and, you know, go over curriculum choices and all that fun stuff, but to really help them, to point them to Jesus. That's my main mission is like, look, what's really important in the end, what matters most. So if you're feeling overwhelmed before you've even started the year and you need someone to guide you, I have a few appointments left for consulting. Go over to simplelivingforhim.com as well and find all that information. So before we start our episode today, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a wonderful homeschool curriculum provider. Uh, We have loved all of their resources 
for the past 17 years, however long we've been homeschooling, and uh, they have never disappointed. Right now, you can save 25% during their summer celebration, plus receive free shipping on orders over $150 within the contiguous United States. So go over and check out all their great resources because they have added so many over the years. Back when I started homeschooling, it was like I used Apologia for elementary science. That was our very favorite. But since then, now they have math, they have online and digital programs. They have so much to offer. So go check out at Apologia.com. So I gave a devotional today on YouTube about uh, who we are following. And you know, I have so much to say about this topic. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to add that as the podcast episode because I really, um, you know, lately have been noticing the burden that many of us feel by all of the voices in this world. Now, you know, I talk about mental clutter often at Simple Living for Him. I talk about, you know, uh, the things that we are putting in our mind and all of that. I did an episode a little while back about, you know, the internet and, and not, you know, getting so caught up in all of that stuff and focusing on God and His Word first. And something, though, just struck me this week about, you know, who are we following? I mean, if you want to simplify your life, you really have to not follow (laughs) so many voices in this world. Now, it sounds kind of silly because I'm over here being a voice out of the world that you may be following. And I've actually said many times, if my ministry does not add anything to your life, especially if it subtracts from your life. Like if you go on my Instagram and you're like, wow, she's annoying. I would encourage you to delete me immediately because I do not want to be any kind of voice in your life that isn't anything but encouraging and mostly pointing you to the Lord. And I mean that because I do not ever want to add clutter to anyone's life. If you are following me and you're like, wow, she points me to Jesus. Wow, that's, you know, a positive thing in my life. Then so be it. But I always say, like, eliminate anything in your life that's causing you clutter or that is steering you away from Jesus. And that includes me. (laughs) So I write books. I podcast. I speak. I do videos. I do all of those things for Jesus. I mean, that is my main goal. It is never about a career or money. It is never about me. It is never about, you know, fulfilling something in me. It is always about pointing people to Jesus. And you know what? Sometimes for me, I have to remember that. I have to remind myself, like, why am I doing what I do? This season especially, I've been reminded so much of why I do what I do. Sometimes it's very easy to take my eyes off of that mission, and I do put them on myself, or I do worry about finances, because let's face it, being a speaker, podcaster, uh, having a ministry is not ever going to pay the bills. (laughs) So, you know, I, you know, sometimes do take my eyes off the main mission, But when I get them back on Jesus, when people tell me, you know what, talking to you, listening to you, uh, reading what you've wrote, whatever it is, has pointed me to the Lord, then I'm like, okay, that's why I do what I do. But it's very often that I've wanted to quit. I've told you guys this many times. And it's pretty much every time that I feel like I want to quit where God uses somebody to minister to me, where they'll contact me and be like, you know what, something you said really helped me get back into the word. And now I'm reading the word every day. And I'm like, well, then there, that's why I do what I do. All right. So those are the kind of people, though, that you want to follow. Like you have to be very careful because the internet is full of people who need to gain followers in order to gain influence in order to, I'll be honest with you, 
make money. And that's why for me, it's very hard to, you know, operate a ministry because it, it, there's costs involved. Obviously, there's financial costs involved in running a podcast, in having an online community, in, uh, you know, doing all these things, running retreats, going to events, things like that. And sure, I go to events and much of that is paid for, but it also takes like five days out of my life, you know, and I have kids and, you know, a family and things to do. So there's not just financial um, investments, there's there's personal investment. And so recently God taught me though, how much that what I do is not in his economy. That, you know, I recently traveled to Colorado, literally for one day. And I think I told the story about how I almost got off the plane and I was having a panic attack and all this stuff. And I was like, this is so hard. Why am I doing all this to go out there and give three sessions? But God's economy is so different because I look at it as I'm, you know, preparing for this for so many days. I have to travel, you know, all these hours to get there. I have to do all these things, blah, blah, blah. Well, when I was there, I spoke with several people who were like, you know what, this changed my life. And I'm like, you know what, that shows God's economy is not my economy, that I may put a week's worth of energy into something and one person is pointed to Jesus. And guess what? God's economy is not my economy. That means I am in the clear, right? I did what I was supposed to do. And we don't always uh, have to operate in this, like, you know, am I getting back what I'm putting in? One person opening their Bible because they were encouraged listening to me is what it's all about. So for me, like I said, I have to always like monitor my heart and make sure that I am keeping true to that because it's very easy to be like, wow, I'm doing all these things and I'm not really getting anything back. Well, I am because I'm hearing that people are keeping their focus on Jesus. But there are so many voices out there where you have to remember that this is their career. And if it's their career and they are trying to um, have the most views or have the most, you know, people following them, whatever, it's because It's a career. And in a career, usually the mission is to make money. So, you know, it's very important to make sure that you are following people that um, aren't just speaking what they think people want to hear, that it's truly truth. And you have to be very careful. So even if it's, you know, in ministries, in churches, in things like that, there is no perfect person. You have to remember that there are a lot of voices And you have to be able to discern if what they are saying lines up biblically. And how will you know that if you're not in the word yourself, if you're not operating by the spirit? Because the spirit and the word are what are going to help us to discern what is truth. And everything sounds true if you are not being grounded in the word. Like things can sound good. You know, I remember as an itty bitty early Christian everything sounded good, right? I was like, oh, this person is saying like, you know, follow this stuff and this will happen. And I didn't know enough about the word of God to really discern truth. So everything to me sounded good. And now when I kind of laugh, because I'm like, wow, I actually listened to that person who now people are saying that's heresy, you know, but you don't know. And so you have to be in the word all the time, because that is what will help you to discern those things. But of course, especially as an itty bitty early Christian, sometimes you do need outsiders to help you discern what is true. And so 
that's where it comes in. Like, well, how do I know if this outsider is even speaking in the truth? It can get complicated, right? So you have to be just continuing to spend time with the Lord and praying that, uh, you know, he will lead you to the truth. Now, often now you will know, like for me, I will know in my spirit, like that does not sound right. That doesn't line up with truth. You know, I need to check on that. So um, it's, it's something that can be a little bit confusing. And if you're trying to simplify your life and you're trying to get rid of clutter, you've got to choose like who you're going to follow. So the number one person is you're going to follow Jesus. You're going to follow the word of God. You are going to choose that that is your um, fulfillment there, that you are going to be in his word every day. You're not going to run to Instagram and Facebook and whatever other social media to try to get your fill of good things. You're going to run to the one good thing, his word. So that is where you start every day. That is where you build from. You don't just like add in a little bit of scripture at night before you go to bed and say, hey, I had a great day. Like I've been on Facebook all day, but now I went and I just, you know, read some scripture. It's the opposite. You should be in the word of God so much so that when you go to Facebook or you go to the internet or you put on the TV or you watch a movie or you listen to the news or you have a conversation with somebody, that everything that you are hearing is being filtered out through the lens of God. And when you're operating out of the spirit, it makes it so much easier to hear the voice of God, like telling you, you know, not the voice of God, but the spirit telling you like, uh, no, that doesn't really line up with, you know, what the word says, or that doesn't feel right. And then you can go and look it up. And somebody once said, I thought this was so good. You know, sometimes it's like, you wonder yourself even, am I discerning something properly? Am I like hearing from God or am I just hearing from myself? If you are in the word, you will be discerning through the lens of the spirit. But if you're constantly on the internet and then you're having like, you know, discernment, you can be assured that that discernment is clouded because you are not filled up on the truth. So I told this story in my devotional, and I'm going to use it on the podcast today because I think it was really a good picture of what happens when we don't follow the right voices. So many years ago, I was watching this nature show with my youngest son. And as you guys know, who follow me on Instagram, I'm always posting how he's our little nature boy, our farmer boy. He loves animals and all those things. So we're watching this uh, nature show. And at one point, they were highlighting these little turtles that were born on the beach somewhere out in Asia. I don't remember the country. And it was so fascinating because, you know, first of all, it points to a creator. This podcast isn't going to get into all that. But seriously, nature, I mean, how can you deny a creator? But anyway, they were born at this certain time, you know, every year. They were hatched out there on the beach. And it was always in the evening when they were hatched. And these turtles would be hatched at a certain time and they would need to get to the water like first thing after they were born. And the moon would reflect off of the water and it would guide the turtles to where they needed to go. So because the moonlight was reflecting off of the ocean, the turtles would see that moonlight and they would know instinctively to go towards that light, to go towards the water. 
And I just think, number one, that is so cool that God gives them that instinct. No one teaches that to them. Like the mother turtle isn't saying when they're born, go to the water. You know, it's like their instinct. And so at this time, though, they were having all these, like, I guess, cities being built over near the seaside. And what was happening was the city lights were so bright that it was confusing these little baby turtles. And so they would show these turtles literally like on the beach. Now, I don't know if this was like real footage or, you know, that like (laughs) that, you know, made up footage, but they were showing these turtles like literally looking one way, looking the other way. And you just want to scream like, no, turtle, don't go to the wrong light. And lo and behold, these little baby turtles would go and follow the false light, the city light. And it would take them away from the water that they needed. And it would bring them to the city. And it would literally show these turtles. Again, I don't know if it was real or not. But it would show these turtles crossing like the street and getting run over. Because number one, they're not going towards water. Number two, they're going towards these crowded places. And, you know, they're getting killed in the process. And so I'm watching this show with Ethan. And I'm like... Oh my goodness, that's just like God. You know, we have to follow God or, we, you know, this is what happens if we don't follow God and we go the wrong way and we follow the wrong light. I'm always like looking for the spiritual lesson in something. But isn't it so true? So who are you following today? Are you following the God-given light, Jesus, the light that we are supposed to be following that, you know, instinctively we all know that there is a God? instinctively we all know that we're supposed to follow him but some of us choose not to some of us choose not to listen Uh, some of us get confused we don't know and so are we choosing to follow the light that we were created to follow the light Jesus that gives us life that gives us the life that we are created for or are we following the false lights that could possibly lead to destruction and could possibly lead us away from our Savior, from what we were created for. You know, you have to be very careful about things. Are they drawing you to the Lord or are they drawing you away from the Lord? And that, again, can get confusing because sometimes you can be following, like, people that, you know, friends in real life or people on the Internet or whatever it is. And you think, like, wow, they seem so spiritual or they seem so wise or they seem so good or whatever it is. Um, but it could be like those city lights. It could be not what you're meant to follow. And again, that's where the discernment comes from, where we have to be walking by the Spirit, where we have to be seeking Him every single day. So I'm preparing for our Simply Living for Him retreat this week. There's so many lessons I want to share with you in that, but I don't want to give them away before the actual (laughs) retreat. Uh, So I'm sure I'll be podcasting about it after. But as I'm preparing for the retreat, even this week, I have really been uh, talking about, you know, attacks that happen beforehand, you know, every single event I've ever done, um, especially big ones like this, the retreat have been filled with distractions and filled with attacks, especially the week before. And this week has been no different. We have been pounded with attacks and I knew they were going to come. And so rather than what usually happens is, um, and this happened to me recently when I went to Colorado, where I was just like standing there online, ready to knock it on the plane, because I felt like just one attack after another. And um, 
uh, what happens then is I don't want to be in that place where I'm standing there like screaming out for help. I want to be on the offensive. And I don't think that should be unique to when we have big events or when I am expecting attacks. I think that should just be how we live. We live on the offensive and not on the defensive. And it's interesting because the sword of the spirit in the armor of God in Ephesians 6 is the word of God. And that is the only weapon there that is, uh, or the piece of armor, I should say, that is there, that is a weapon, that isn't there in our defense, like, you know, wearing a shield or, um, you know, the breastplate or, you know, the sandals or the helmet. Those things are there for your protection and those things are there as defensive from attacks, but then you have the sword of the spirit and the sword is a weapon and that is an offensive you know, a uh, piece of equipment. It could be defensive as well. You want to hold it up and like shield yourself from an arrow, but it's also offensive. It's like, yeah, I'm going to cut through the lies. I'm going to cut through the things that are turning me away. I'm going to cut through the attacks of the enemy. And so that is very interesting to me because uh, our weapon is the, the word of God. Right. So that we don't have to say, oh, I'm going to wait for the enemy to attack me and then I'm going to run to God and be like, help, you know, because again, I'm always honest with you guys. I've done that, too, up until even recently. And this time I'm like, you know what? I better get prepared. I better be immersing myself in the word. I better be ready with my weapon to cut through that first arrow that comes to cut through, slice through those lies that are, you know, um, trying to get in my attention. And so it's the same thing when you're following, whether sometimes our own voices in our heads could be, you know, taking us away from the Lord and distracting us and we're following the wrong thing. We must be following Jesus first. And then it makes it so much easier to know who else to follow. It makes it so much easier to know and to discern what comes into our life that is truth or not. Our lives are getting so cluttered up more and more and more every single day because there's constant bombardment of, you know, the news telling us all the things that are happening and all the evil things and, you know, all of these, uh, just, you know, God awful things every day in the news, you know, trying to take us away, trying to cause fear, trying to cause worry. Uh, you have people that may be, you know, trying to cause you to follow them because like I said, it's their career uh, and which is nothing wrong with that. We all have to make a living, right? We all have to make a living, but you have to make sure that you understand that that is the person's motive before you go and follow them. They could be selling something that is so great, or they could be an amazing person to follow. But you just want to be careful to make sure that whatever it is you're buying from them, whether it's just words, you know, in a book or a product, that it doesn't draw you away from the Lord, that it only does benefit you, that it only is fruit bearing. Um, and you want to make sure that if you're walking by the Spirit, then you can discern those things, right? How many of us have spent tons of money on things we didn't need, but it sounded so good and, it, you know, like so many times, right? And again, when you're standing firm on the Word of God and you're operating out of the Spirit, it changes everything because the Spirit is discerning for you. That sword of truth is slicing through. You know, it says that in the Bible that... um. 
it, the uh, it's sharper than a double-edged sword, right? And so it pierces through the lies and exposes truth. And so if we are women that are steeped and grounded in the word of God, we don't go running to it when we need it. We don't just run to it and be like, help, save me. We will be equipped. We will be equipped for whatever arrow comes our way. We will be equipped for whatever um, we have to face every day. We aren't operating in a defensive posture always, but an offensive posture. You stand tall as a uh, follower of Jesus. You stand tall holding that sword. And so I've been trying to do that this week now. Like I said, the attacks have been many. And it's taken everything in me to just keep fighting, you know, to keep filling my mind with truth and being like, you know what? I am not letting these worrying thoughts fill my mind. I am not letting these things that are happening to us uh, derail me that I will focus on Jesus. And in turn, I'm going to go to Gettysburg next week and I'm going to uh, point those women to Jesus. And so we have to be laser focused, laser focused. So I really just wanted to talk to you guys today about you want to eliminate clutter and you want to eliminate chaos and you want to eliminate all that stuff in your, and keep things simple and you want to eliminate all that stuff in your life. It starts by who you are following, whether it's like I said, online, in real life, or even sometimes your own thoughts. Always discern from the truth. Always operate out of a place of truth. And that starts in the Word of God. So I hope that this encouraged you today. If it did, let me know. Share the podcast with a friend. If you have um, podcast uh, ideas that you want to hear about, you can send them over to me. You can either leave a voicemail at anchor.fm slash him. You can email me at karen at simplelivingforhim.com. Uh, also, you can contact me, like I said, if you want to set up a homeschool consulting appointment um, or if uh, you are interested in seeing the sessions from the Simply Living for Him retreat, let me know. I'll send you over the link and get you all signed up for that as well. So I hope that this encouraged you today. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.